Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for taking a moment to join us as we take a look at the book. We're going to be studying about the alignment of the nations. God brought the nations into existence about 4,500 years ago. It was soon after the flood when Nimrod, in defiance and disobedience to God, went to a place on the Euphrates River called Babylon, and he established his kingdom, a one-world government under a one-world power, his name King Nimrod. Well, you'll find out all about that, and then how God spread mankind across the world and established the nations. By the way, in the book of Genesis, we see the beginnings of how the nations would align themselves against the Jewish nation of Israel in the last days. That's what this series is all about. It's a five-hour audio series on CD entitled Alignment of the Nations. We're going to take a moment right now and listen to the third in the five-hour series entitled Ishmael to Islam. We'll come to a better understanding of how Abraham's first son would be the father, not of the Arab world, but of the Islamic world. This is a study that you need to have to understand the times in which we're living. Let's listen now to Ishmael to Islam, and we'll come back and tell you how you can get your own series from our website or by calling our toll-free number. But right now, Ishmael to Islam. The subject of which I want to speak is the satanic religion of Islam. I'm going to talk about from Ishmael to Islam. We'll look at the word in just a moment. In Islamabad, Pakistan last year, over 50 countries of the world gathered from the Islamic world, had their international congress, and in that congress, they resolved that they would eliminate the Jewish people from the Middle East. They would take them out of the house of Islam. And I'll explain what that phrase means in just a moment. And they would use holy war, if necessary, to accomplish their goal. Islamic faith is the fastest growing faith in the world. As I stand here to speak, one out of every five individuals in this world is of the Islamic faith. It's fastest growing here in the United States of America. It's fastest growing in the United States of America among the black people. It's fastest growing in the United States of America among the black people in professional athletics. Those heroes that our young people look up to. Or in the jail cells of the prisons of this nation. Muhammad Ali, and on down the line I could list all of these very famous athletes who have turned to the Islamic faith. And as we go through this study, we'll come to understand exactly what the goals of the Islamic world are today for this world in which we live. I'll conclude by helping you to understand the lowest common denominator. And those nations, as they aligned themselves against the Jewish people to finish off or endeavor to accomplish the goal of Satan's plan to overthrow God, will be how the Islamic satanic religion is being used by Satan himself to accomplish his goals. 
We're going to start by looking, first of all, at Ishmael himself. Go back to the 16th chapter of the book of Genesis with me, if you will. Genesis chapter 16. Now, uh, I need to maybe make a couple of statements before we look at Genesis chapter 16, which is the first, uh, first usage of Ishmael, the name Ishmael. Uh, if I had to divide this into three points, the title of it would be From Ishmael to Islam. Ishmael the father, then Islam the faith, and Islam and the future is how we would think through this together with you tonight. But let me just remind you that all of humankind, I may have mentioned this before, but it won't hurt to repeat it, all of humankind is divided into three parts. The human family has three branches. Apostle Paul, when speaking to the people in Corinth, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 32, he's speaking actually on another subject in 1 Corinthians 10, talking about everything is lawful, everything is not expedient for him. I'm going to take a text out of context. It will not be a pretext, though. He says that I'll not be an offense to the Jew, to the Gentile, or to the church of God, which would be the Christian. And by making that statement, he lays out basically a plan, a foundational undergirding for us to understand exactly how we need to divide mankind and, and be able to really study the Word of God, and in particular, the prophetic Word of God. Because there are three strands in the human family. You have the Gentile, you have the Jew, and you have the Christian. Did you know for the first 2,000 years there were only Gentiles upon the face of the earth? From Genesis chapter 1 to Genesis chapter 12, that's a 2,000 year period of time, only Gentiles. Then from Genesis 12 to Acts chapter 2, another 2,000 year period of time, they had Gentiles and Jews. I'll look and see how the Jews came into existence in a moment. And then from Acts chapter 2 to Revelation chapter 22, the third strand of the human family is added. That's Gentiles, Jews, and Christians. Now, it's very important what I just said. Because if you're going to study God's Word and you're going to study the prophecy in God's Word, you need to know who you're talking about. From Genesis 1 to Genesis 12, there's no Christians in there and there are no Jews in there. Remember that. Only Gentiles. And then studying from Acts, excuse me, from Genesis chapter 12 to Acts chapter 2, another 2,000 year period of time, don't put any Christians in there. The church is not in there, only Gentiles and Jews. Notice what I said, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. No Christians. Matthew 24, the Mount of Olives Discourse. When he stands there on the Mount of Olives, the Olivet Discourse, he's teaching, he's talking not to Christians. He's talking to Jewish people on the Mount of Olives in Matthew 24 when he gives them that. Gentiles, Jews, and then Christians from Acts chapter 2, they are Pentecost, church established. We born into the body of Christ through baptism, baptized by the Spirit into the body of Christ, all the way to Revelation chapter 22, Gentiles, Jews, and Christians in the last portion of the Word of God from Acts 2 to Revelation chapter 22, and another 2,000-year period of time. By the way, 2, 2, and 2, 6,000, 1,000 years of the Millennial Kingdom, the 7,000. A lot of people have put a lot of thought into that. I'm not sure if it means a whole lot, but it's very interesting to see how it all comes together there. I wouldn't base any eschatological doctrinal beliefs on that. 
but it is interesting to see how it's all coming together in the world in which we live today. Now, how did the Jew come into existence? Well, I, I, I think I did mention that God called Abraham out of Ur of the Chaldees. You've got Genesis 6. Look back to Genesis 11 just for a moment. In Genesis 10, we see in verse 21, uh, the generation of Shem, one of the three sons of Noah after the flood. Genesis 11, we see, of course, the Tower of Babel. And we see then at the end of Genesis 11, chapter 10, excuse me, verse 10, there are the, these are the generations of Shem. And he goes ahead to explain the generations of Shem. And he comes along here to verse 26. And Terah lived 70 years and begot Abram. And so we now see the first pronouncement of a man who is going to become Abraham. Abram is his name until God changes it. Abram, verse 28, now, uh, excuse me, verse 7, well, 27, my Bible says verse 7 here. Anyway, now these are the generations of Terah. Terah begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran, and Haran begot Lot, and Haran died before his father, Terah in the land of his nativity in Ur of the Chaldees. And Abram and Nahar took them wives, and the name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and it goes on to explain that in verse 30. Look at this. But Sarai was barren. She had no child. And Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran, his son's son, and Sarai his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife, and they went forth with them from Ur of the Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan, and they came into Haran, and they dwelt there. Now, Haran is located approximately, uh, approximately 1,000 miles due north of Jerusalem, uh, northeast of Jerusalem in what we know as modern-day Turkey. You might remember Haran as that location uh, where Jacob went to spend some time with his uncle. Rebecca's uh, brother, and that's where, by the way, interestingly, that's where 11 of the 12 sons of Jacob were born. Isn't that of interest? 11 of the 12 young men who were going to become the 12 tribes of Israel, 11 of them were born up in Turkey, not even in the land. And so they're going to come into the land. They will be making their way into the land ultimately. He comes into the land. He's 75 years of age when Abraham, Abram comes into the land, chapter 12. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred. Or the Chaldees, by the way, is located approximately where the border of Iraq and Kuwait are located, where the Gulf crisis took place. And he said, and Get away from thy kindred and from thy father's house into a land that I will show thee. And he Brings him, he's going to bring him toward the land, but he makes some promises to him. Verse 2, And I will make of thee a great nation, I will bless thee, and I will make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them which curseth thee, and, they, and, uh, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. And so Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran, and he comes down into Canaan, which is basically what we know as modern-day Israel today. Thank you for taking a moment to take a look at the book with us. This is the third in a study from a five-part audio series on CD entitled Alignment of the Nations. The other studies would include Mankind's Master Plan, Satan's Subtle Strategy, 
alignment of the nations, and here comes the Antichrist. This all available on this five-hour audio series on CD entitled Alignment of the Nations. If you'd like to have your own copy, call our toll-free number, 877-674-3298. They'll be able to tell you how you can make your order of Alignment of the Nations. Or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and make your order that way. Thank you so very much for being a part of our study as we have taken a moment to take a look at the book. I'm Jimmy DeYoung. I want to remind you everything that we've talked about on this particular study of prophecy indicates that the rapture could happen at any moment. Jesus to shout, the archangel to shout, the trumpet God to sound, and those of us who know Christ caught up to be with him in the air forevermore. And having said that, there is nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...